Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. To those guests who've just joined us, welcome. Our next stop is the Magic Kingdom. Ladies and gentlemen, we are approaching our station at the entrance to Main Street, USA, gateway to the seven theme lands of the Magic Kingdom. Welcome aboard the Monday Morning Monorail Podcast. This is Justin Monorail. I'm trying some different things. <laughs> Just changing it up. And I am here today with my Monorail family, minus one, but plus one. Who, who does math? Let's not do math on a podcast. I'll start by introducing the family in the room with me. And we will begin with... Chicken Nugget. Chicken Nugget. Welcome back, Chicken Nugget. That name's getting old. Why? Because I said it a lot. Yeah, but it's you. If you changed it, people would have no idea who you were anymore. That's true. (laughs) Garrett Monorail is here. Sitting beside Garrett Monorail. Samantha Monorail. Samantha Monorail is here. No McKenna Monorail today. She's she's got the day off. We gave her the day off. It's time for her to come back, though. Yeah, it is time for her to be back. Yeah. (laughs) But we do have our... What would we say? He's the Monorail Godfather. He's the Godfather of Chicken Nugget. And McKenna. I know, but the t-shirt says Godfather of I Chicken know. Nugget. I agree. Available in the T-Public store. <laughs> <laughs> he is Landon, the Dawes Doan. Landon, welcome back to the monorail. Hi, everybody. It's me, Landon, coming to you from the isolation station of love. How y'all doing? Good. We miss you. I miss y'all, too. And and uh, we were talking a little bit before we got rolling. Uh, seeing y'all's post being back in the most... Uh, magical place on earth making me a little jealous and a little nuts so hopefully people start or continue to wear their dang mask so we can uh, stomp this thing down because i want to get back down there i know <laughs> actually one year ago today as of this recording i was in the magic kingdom so thank you facebook for making me even oh. sadder that this is all going on yeah that's a sad <laughs> reminder for yeah. sure yeah no yeah kidding. hashtag dod Dawes did disney <laughs> and Dawes will do disney again Hopefully sooner than later, but no yes, we, we all have to be in this thing together and trying to do our best to start to eradicate the problem. Well, you, you mentioned it, so I'm just going to get right into it. We were in the park yesterday, in the park, mm-hmm. the, the Animal Kingdom Park. It was amazing. So good to be back. By the way, this is episode 116. today is july the 13th 2020 so as of the 10th we did we attended the animal kingdom pass holder preview and uh man it was wonderful to be back in a walt disney world park i am glad we went with the animal kingdom because i mean you know as they have now opened up to regular guests i think magic kingdom is still going to be busier on a day-to-day basis but the crowd we had yesterday was just pretty amazing. Like, and it was Friday, which is Funky Monkey Friday, so we have to go to Animal Kingdom to see the monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> Funky Monkey Friday? Yeah. <laughs> I, I have know. no idea what it is, but I love it. Did you miss out on him talking about this yesterday? Because he, he brought it up several times. Yeah. Uh, 
Nope, didn't miss that. I definitely heard you. <laughs> okay. I'm a good just, mom. <laughs> just, yeah. We, we were just bringing it up so the, the listener would hear what Funky Monkey Friday is. It's a social media thing, right? You can, is specifically- you can search it up on YouTube. There's a Twitter account that posts it every Friday. Okay. There you go. We, we like to give recommendations for fun Twitter handles and things to check out, so this will be the one for today. Yeah, shout out with uh, also to Snicks with Hands. I love that side. <laughs> yeah. I love that one. It's so fun. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just try to walk through our experience. Landon, you know, you, you mentioned that you're jealous, you're watching us from afar, you wish you could be in the parks. But I know also that you have been feeling pretty anxious about getting out in the crowds and being around people, as honestly, as have we. Um, and so as we go through this, I think kind of the way that we'll structure the show is we'll tell you just what kinds of things we experienced, what we saw. And, you know, as we go through, if you've got questions, just let us know, because I'm sure that people listening have a lot of questions about this as well. And... Maybe this will convince you that, you know, it sounds like it's safe enough to come down. Or, or maybe you make the choice, well, you know, that just sounds like it's too um, odd of an experience or things are a little too modified and I just don't want to be part of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I will say off the top, I watched the video you posted to YouTube. By the way, go subscribe to the Monday Morning Monorail po- uh, on YouTube, whatever it is. Ha. Uh, <laughs> I'm good at this. Uh it was eerie seeing the lack of people in Animal Kingdom, particularly right in front of the Tree of Life. There was, I remember one shot, I don't know if it was in the video or if it was on y'all's social on the Twitter, there's like literally nobody in front of the tree. It's like, yeah. it was kind of eerie a it, little bit. It was, it, it is, but trust me, you get used to that pretty quick and you're like, okay, it should always be like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it felt like I had the park to myself and I, I'm not, I mean, there were people, but... It does make you feel like it's personalized almost because everybody's like paying attention to you and yeah. um, you can easily do what you want. It's just so, it is awesome. Mm. We were frequently in situations where we were outnumbered by cast members, I would say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that was kind of interesting. Let's start off with the parking lot experience. So this is something that we had heard about. And I don't know if Disney actually announced they were going to do this. I feel like they said at Disney Springs, when people parked in the garages, they were going to space out the parking spaces like and leave empty, like do every other parking space. But they haven't been doing that. No, not at all. So I didn't know if they were going to do that in the parking lots at Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom. But they did. They did space the cars out. So while they were still having you park, like they're very long. If you, if you, if you are familiar with the theme park parking lots... The spaces are double spaces, so a car will pull in and then another one pulls behind it. Uh, but then they would leave the next one open and then put people in the, the next one. So they were spacing them out. Honestly, there's typically plenty of parking. They should just do this all the time. Because I can't tell you the number of times that we've pulled in and be smashed in between cars on either side. And then it's like, do I get out first? You get out first. Me, you, me, you. And like people, I'm sure people get tons of door dings. In, oh yeah! In the mm-hmm. theme park parking lots and stuff because it's tight. It is tight. Yeah, so I'm glad they're doing this. That was a that was a good first step, Disney. And especially Animal Kingdom, that parking lot is massive. It it's not as big as Epcot's though. Epcot's is mm. giant. Yeah, I always was. Yeah, so it is big too. It mm. is. Well, these are the two parks with the biggest capacity. Ah. Um, Epcot and Animal Kingdom. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, so of course they've got to have bigger parking lots. 
I wonder if the way the Epcot one is laid out makes it feel like it's smaller. Because it doesn't go like... Basically, I think the Animal Kingdom one is longer. The Epcot one is wider. That's true. Because... Compact together. Yeah. Yeah, there aren't as many rows, but the row goes really far out. Like, if you get Mm -hmm. the last spot on the row, oh my gosh, and you're in the back. Yeah. So, parking was good. Then we get to security, and of course, we the, the first thing you do is you go through temperature checks. They've got the little uh, hold the pistol to your head like you're being executed. You get <laughs> you get yeah. you get your temperature checked, and uh, then they just say you're either good or not. We were good. We got to move on through. And they, he actually told me what what my score was. Your score? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was ninety seven point six degrees. That's an eight. Oh man, you, you just missed out on the on the uh, cutoff for a uh, space cadet ranger. Yeah, uh-huh. I got a hundred. So <laughs> you don't want a hundred. I was gonna say I don't know if that I don't know if that's a game you want to try and win, quote unquote. Yeah. Yeah. I, I aced the test. <laughs> so. So we get through temperature check. The next thing, of course, is typically bag check. Well, at Animal Kingdom, they've implemented this whole new system. It's it's this new technology. The way that I was kind of explaining it yesterday is imagine you're going into, I don't know, let's say Hollister, and they've got your they've got like the theft prevention kind of Oh, those big giant like uh, mechanical sensor readers. Sensors yeah. on either side of the door, right? That's what these look like, except they almost have like a blue glow on the inside of them. And so they told us as we were walking up, you don't, don't have to, don't pocket. pull anything out of your pockets. Don't take your bags off. Don't take anything out of your bags. Just walk through. Wow. And we did. And I got yelled at because I was recording. Shouldn't have been recording. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know it was like a TSA thing. <laughs> well, you learned something. So there you I go. I learned don't record when you're walking through the scanners. But we walked through. They, I mean, you just go. One thing we learned yesterday that apparently it was updated on the website, but I didn't know about it until we were in the parks, is we know you're required to wear face coverings the entire time that you're in the park. Now, I thought that as long as you had something that just covered your mouth and nose, you were fine. I didn't know that there were specific restrictions or, or recommendations on what to wear. Now, we, of course, had... The, the kind of face mask that loops behind your ear and it fits just over your mouth and nose like the typical face mask. But I had started doing some research about those gator mask, G-A-I-T-E-R mask, because mm-hmm. I keep hearing people say, oh, these things are, are they're cool, they're comfortable, they actually, you can get moisture wicking, um, it feels like you can breathe easier. So I'd been doing some research on those, highly considered buying them, specifically to go into the parks yesterday and and come Sunday. Um, But while we're in the park, it was actually Aaron, uh, the the tiddly tender, Mm -hmm. um, our Nomad Lounge bartender, that told us that the gator masks are specifically prohibited. You can't wear those in the parks. And after I tweeted that, some people responded saying, yeah, Disney updated their site yesterday. Okay, well, I don't don't scour Disney's website every day for changes. Why? I, yeah, why don't you? It's not like you host a Disney podcast or anything where you have to be up to date on the most current information. Right? Well, <laughs> mostly because we like to say, we know nothing. We're not experts. We're just people who love going to Disney and we like talking about it. Why would that be? Because they're not... Um, one of the requirements says it has to be two layers of fabric. And I'm pretty sure gators are a single layer. 
I believe you're right. Like uh, in my day job at the on News Talk 98.7, we actually had a news story about the uh, reopening and they made mention that those gator masks are prohibited. So, yeah. Hmm. I mean, I, I would imagine it's a covering, you know, so. But I guess it just doesn't stop the droplets from coming out of your face the way a regular mask does. Dang face yeah, droplets. Yeah, but they, okay. I don't know. Well said. Yeah, good point. <laughs> so, I don't know. Anyway, I just want to say it because I want people, I know there's a lot of people who have those. Oh, yeah. I mean, can mm-hmm. you imagine not realizing that that rule came out and you were going into the parks and they turned you away? Mm-hmm. I would ask. Would I'd be, be like, bummer. so can you bring me one? I will pay you for it. Yeah. I don't want to leave because... Are you kidding me? Right. You know? And they After are selling. all that effort in to get there, be like, nope, go away. Yeah. And they are selling all the new cool Disney masks in the souvenir shops in Animal Kingdom. We saw them. Yeah. So they have them. Yeah. But if you can't get in to go get one. Right. They probably should have a stand out front. And I didn't see one. Why they, would they Why would they not mm-hmm. do that? Yeah. I would think that if you were going through security and they said you don't have the right type of mask, you can go right there and buy one. Yeah. Of course, people would do it. Oh my it. gosh, can you imagine yeah. how many masks they would sell? A lot. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, in the in the park, I, because I know on Shop Disney, the only option for the masks is to buy them in a four pack, uh, and I think they're nineteen ninety nine. Are they that way in the park, or are they like single individual masks? Yeah, single individual. Yeah. How much are they if you buy one individually? Six dollars. They're six individually, and three for fifteen or something. Like I don't think it's three for fifteen. Or four I think for twenty. I it's mean. four for twenty. Like. Okay, or six dollars each. Like you save a dollar. Yeah. So. Um, okay. Yeah, the the three for fifteen was a universal thing, and we don't talk about universal oh. in this podcast. Oh, you just said it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I did see someone today. Whenever I went to get lunch, um, I was picking up some takeout, and she had on the Hello Kitty mask, and I was kind of like, "Oh, I wish I would have gotten it." Oh well. Okay, but anyways, maybe next time. (laughs) Back to Disney. (laughs) So, I'm not going back to Universal. (laughs) So at this point, at this point, we're in the parks. We've gotten in, and really, like there was no there was no line at the uh, touch points. For the Magic Band, actually, we didn't touch the Fast Pass or the um, the Touchpoint stands like that are there typically. It was just the cast members had iPads mm-hmm. and scanners. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're not scanning your fingerprint. You're not touching anything, but you just have to get close enough to a cast member so they can scan your Magic Band. Um, and then we were in. And really, I mean, I know we got there around... The park opened at 8. We got there around 8.40. Yeah. But... I mean, there was no wait. We walked right through everything. And it was raining. It was So raining. much rain. But then, like, the best thing about it was, I swear, there are new animals that I haven't seen. Or maybe I just haven't paid enough attention. But at the very front, there was some cool birds and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then as we went They're in, called ducks. No, not just the <laughs> ducks. There was hey, a- the Disney ducks have been in the news, unfortunately, this week. Yeah. There was a swan. Yeah. Yeah, that that black swan that was pretty cool. Um, I don't think swans obviously. are cool. They're just fancy geese. <laughs> <laughs> He's not wrong. <laughs> Hashtag swan hater. <laughs> I hate geese. So Hashtag geese hater. Yeah, <laughs> and swans are just geese. So do you just hate waterfowl? No, you like ducks. No. Ducks are good. Yeah, he loves ducks. Yeah, like geese ducks. are just really mean. 
Yeah, that's true. They are. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. There's that one goose in Untitled Goose Game that just causes all sorts of mayhem. For I that love that thing. goose, though. Oh, that that is a fun game. <laughs> <laughs> so, moving into the parks now, um, you know, we, we made our way through kind of the main hub with the Tree of Life. It was totally empty. Unbelievably empty. Again, yeah. go check out our video, Monday Morning Monorail, on YouTube, because it's... Even when we went with Nate and Serena to the DVC Moonlight Magic, by the way, you need to check out the DVC Duo blog. They're awesome. But even when we were at that event, there were still people around most times. You know, it was a thin crowd, but still around people. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we were speaking again with Aaron at Nomad Lounge, he said a typical day in Animal Kingdom, they might have somewhere around the neighborhood of like thirty-five to 40,000 people. And he said that he estimates... I don't know if he was told this. I think it was his estimate that the park was really closer to like 2,500. Holy crap. Yeah. That's how empty it was. It was empty. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. It was yeah. it was eerie at some times because some points because um, like I was walking by myself through places. Well, with us. We didn't. No. Whenever I went to the bathroom and I couldn't find you guys oh. whenever I came out, I was walking through Pandora and no one was there for a moment. I was like, okay. Uh. We went through the um, Everest line and didn't stop a yeah. single time. Both times. We rode Everest twice. Oh, my God. Didn't have to it, stop. We literally walked on. Yeah. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Oh. I can't go to Florida. I can't go to Florida. I know. See, <laughs> see, that's the balance, I think. Because as long as... I mean, I think the crowds, now that regular guests are going into the parks, I think the crowds are going to be a little larger. But mm-hmm. if if today the My Disney Experience app is any indication, Animal Kingdom still five minutes waits for everything, yeah. which means walk on. Even um, Flight of Passage? Yeah. Yes, it was still that today. We only waited... Holy crap. Yeah, we only waited for Navi... And the reason why we waited for Navi is because it was raining and we wanted to get out of the rain. And by the time it said it was 25 minute wait. Um, and the, the cast member told us the only reason why there's that wait is because they're actually sanitizing the boats pretty frequently. And mm. so, um, so it takes a little bit longer. But um, the weather was saying in 25 minutes, well, 30 minutes, the rain was going to pass. By the time we got off, it it was not raining anymore, so it was perfect. And we were hmm. fine with standing yeah. in line there. It worked out well. Mm-hmm. Also, in Flight of Passage, we only stopped like two times in the line. That is we nuts. Stopped, it, we stopped in the lab area, and then we stopped when you're know, like going They up. sort you into the lines. Yeah. You either go up or down. Yeah. You mentioned something uh, sanitizing on the boats of um, uh, the Navi River journey. What was the sanitation like on other attractions, like particularly Flight of Passage, where you do have to put something on your face and then you're pretty much bolted to something you have to hold on to? I didn't see a whole lot of sanitization. Yeah, I will say I did not witness myself any sanitization of ride vehicles um, I w- and I was getting gone to ride vehicles that someone just got off of. I I used the hand sanitizer after every ride. Cause yeah. Good call. Good call. Yeah. That's something that we should point out is there is hand sanitizer everywhere. No joke. Like, 
there there's hand sanitizer before you get on the ride there's hand sanitizer when you get off the ride there's, there's hand sanitizer the like, yeah throughout the 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 queue to get in there's a bunch that's of hand great sanitizers. yeah you you look and you're gonna if you just turn around you're gonna find hand sanitizer somewhere it's everywhere in the park you could you, you couldn't swing a briar bear plush without hitting a hand sanitizer <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah but looking on ebay apparently those are really popular all of a sudden i don't know why i don't get it <laughs> i mean i hope hey by the way people don't buy that stuff make those people go broke with spending all yeah, their money on stupid mm-hmm. merchandise You're talking about from the resellers don't yeah. don't pay those prices please. don't nope because you encourage it and let them realize, oh crap, I'm stuck with 40 Briar Fox stuffed animals. What am I going to do with them? Yeah, seriously. And, and we will all laugh at them maniacally and call them losers. It's a collection. <laughs> yeah. If you, if you just have to have one, let me know and I may consider getting you one. They won't be there. Uh, nah, yeah. And, and and I saw, what was it, uh, Thursday or Friday, there was like a two-hour wait to get into the gift shop for oh, Splash yeah. Mountain. Then I saw you, Jay, post on Twitter, uh, Disney execs to their PR team, rebrand every ride. Go now, yeah. do it. <laughs> yeah, they'll sell out. Yeah. Well, here's what I observed from our line experience. Where there are switchbacks, where it's unavoidable that the switchbacks are going to cross close to each other, Disney has put up plexiglass walls, mm-hmm. so protecting you from being close to other people. But then in other spots, they've done this thing where they try to kind of checkerboard where the standing spots are. So if you imagine a switchback and then you try to place the markers six feet apart, eventually you might have people that are standing right next to each other facing opposite ways. Well, what they've done is if there's someone standing here going like forward, then the pre- people coming the other way would be six feet apart from them spaced out. So you're not close to each other, but people don't really understand how this works because what it results in is sometimes you're, you're in a spot, a social distancing spot, and then you look around and, and the next one is very far away. So I think people just assume that they're supposed to be six feet apart and they're like, oh, there's one missing here. So they move up sometimes when they're not supposed to. So here's my recommendation and I'm not. I'm not trying to call anybody out. I'm saying because it is confusing. It confused us when we did it first at um, yeah. Universal. Mm-hmm. The easiest thing to do is is if you're staying on a marker, find the next one before you move. And and they've marked off every spot. Trust that they have marked off every spot you need to stand in. And then just wait until that one is clear. Like the people have moved on before you even take a step. It's kind okay. of like a look before you leap kind of thing. And that Which, I mean that's just good advice in life. Period. Yeah. So before you start walking, like keep your head up, pay attention. I think another thing that happens with people when they're in queues is they get distracted with their phones or talking to their friends because mm-hmm. it's boring to stand still. Um, and then you kind of forget. And it's happened to us too. Like you forget what you're supposed to be doing. You might accidentally walk right up on somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's just, you know, just do your best to try to be aware and, and look where you're standing is all. But but Speaking it, of walking up on people, other than the queues where sometimes you do have to get close to people, uh, how was the social distancing uh, and mask enforcement? Did y'all see any man babies have meltdowns oh. because they had to? They infringe on my freedoms. No, but we have a good story. Do you want to tell the story? Because you witnessed it firsthand. Well, so um, I I didn't see what happened at first. Um, what caused the lecture, <laughs> but. Mm-hmm. Um, there were two plaids, um, and they were, you know, talking to someone, and it was a, a, a man. And wait, hold on, what's a plaid? 
Some people may not know. Oh, sorry. I the know. the people who cost a lot to walk you around Disney. VIP tour guides. Oh, yeah. Okay. All yeah. Right. VIP sorry. VIP tour guides. <laughs> but I don't think that they were doing any tours. I think they just have everybody. There there are a All lot of cast deck. members in the parks. So mm-hmm. um, I think they were just working just to be there and help enforce the rules and stuff. So um, there were two plaids there, and this guy had his mask off and had a drink in his totally hand. off was holding it. Yeah. And he had a drink in his hand. And what I think could have happened because of the conversation was um, they said that he needed to put his mask on, but he said he was drinking. And so um, what they did was in the Disney friendly way possible, the friendliest way possible, the plaid was saying to the, the man and it was the man in plaid saying to him, what you can do is you put your mask on. And then you take it off and you take a drink. Pull it down. Pull you it, specifically yeah. he said, said. Pull it down, take a drink, and then you put it right back on. He was <laughs> like, if you need to take your mask off completely, then you can't be walking around. You have to go to a rest area or you have to go off to the side somewhere. If you need to drink then and you can't wear your mask while you're drinking, then go find a place where you're not walking around. And the funny thing mm-hmm. about this lecture the guy that was being lectured was like, oh, okay. He like, like, he had oh, never, <laughs> like, yeah. like, the thought had never crossed his yeah. mind. Yeah, good point, man. Good point. Yeah, you're right. I could be doing that. What oh, if the people hilarious. we're talking about are listening to the podcast? I hope they are, because it's ridiculous. Yeah. Wear y'all's dang mask so I, me, Landon can come down to Florida and go to the theme park. Sorry, you're going to have to edit that. I'm- <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. In Universal, we've witnessed the same interaction. Yeah. And Universal says, hey, you need your mask up. And a person, I, I told you, like shook a drink at the guy. Oh and they were just God. like, okay. Yeah. Like we've heard people yell the F word and be like, I have an F and drink in my hand. And I'm like, uh, excuse me? Like, why are oh. they not escorted out at that moment? Right. Honestly. Like you are in a family park and you're just going to curse like that. Mm, you're out. Right. You know, like, like I'm a proponent of four letter words. If Y'all know that very much. But dang, you can't be saying that in Disney. No. Well, that did that happened that was at Universal. Universal. Okay, well, maybe at Universal. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Still, you shouldn't be doing that. But, I mean, there's definitely a difference in the way things are being handled. And um, I think that the difference is because Disney has a lot of people working right now, um, they can kind of police it a little bit better. And when they see stuff like that happening, they're, they're telling them, here's what you can do, but you can't just do that. And then they watch them put their mask back on, you know? And I mean, really? it's it's very... Yeah. And actually, I've seen it too. I, I don't know if it was an official Disney thing I was reading, but what, what I have seen is listed in the policy, masks are required. If you have to take it off to drink, you need to be pulled off to the side in a rest area or in a restaurant. Like, this is their official policy, which... Great, because it's not that way at Universal, mm-hmm. um, and I and I definitely appreciate seeing that. But that that one yesterday was the only kind of it wasn't a meltdown, but the only interaction mask wise that we saw. Because honestly, I will say I felt like people were pretty compliant yesterday. I think everybody mm-hmm. was doing a really good job. Yeah, I think that the reason why, like we all do, realize if we don't do this, it's not going to stay open. Yeah. Another thing you hear kind of as you work 
walk your way, work your way through the parks is they are frequently playing the announcements about keep your mask on, make sure to social distance, cover your mouth and nose when you sneeze and wash your hands all the time. Mm -hmm. They do. I mean, I wouldn't say they're not like they're not as common as the hand sanitizer stations, but pretty frequently are the hand washing stations. Yeah. Um, I would say at least one or two per area that you're in, which are, those are the little kiosk where you have to like do the foot pump to get the water going. They've got soap and then they have uh, paper, paper towels. towels. Yeah. Um, and those are, those are all around too. And who, who knows where that's water, that water's coming from? Probably the river. And the bathrooms <laughs> are like really clean They're They should really, you know, reward their cleaning staff because as soon as I came out of a stall, like there was a lady ready to go in and start cleaning it. And it just felt, I felt comfortable. Like, you know, there were always a couple ladies in the bathroom waiting to clean up after everybody. Yeah. That's impressive. Yeah. I'm telling you, there are a lot of cast members, a lot. Yeah. Let's talk about, I wonder, sorry, sorry, uh, do it. I wonder if that will continue once it's now open to the public, because I would imagine, I mean, y'all said it a couple times, you were outnumbered by cast members in some areas. Will that level of cleanliness, I hope, continue now that uh, John Q. Public can go in and it's not a cast member or it's not a a pass holder? It's a good question. And I think that's. Remains to be seen. I guess we'll be seeing tomorrow when we go to Magic Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom. <laughs> I mean, Animal Kingdom, I know, has probably a little bit lower crowd. So it, it's probably a little easier to keep clean than Magic Kingdom would be. Because Magic Kingdom's like the one that everybody tries to go to. You know um, what doesn't make sense about that? What? Magic Kingdom is a smaller park. So don't you think they would have put capacity lower and tried to balance it out and made it higher at Animal Kingdom. You would think. It almost seems like it's the same. Yeah. So the same size crowd is packing into Magic Kingdom. I don't know. Yeah. I guess we'll see tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see if they keep the cleanliness measures up. But, yes, I've, I felt like everything was clean. The, the thing I was going to start talking about was our experience at Restaurantosaurus. Oh, yeah. Two things. First of all, this is the first time we've ever eaten at Restaurantosaurus. Never That's been a in there. Name. I know, it's <laughs> it's a little silly. The main reason- I can only imagine the planning meeting, guys. Uh, we have a restaurant in Dino Land. What do we call it? Um, crap. We're like five minutes to lunch. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Restaurantosaurus. Lunch, <laughs> lunch, lunch. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's go have lunch at Restaurantosaurus. <laughs> um, this was our first time going in there, and um, I will say that the main reason is probably because it's burgers, chicken nuggets. You can get fried shrimp. But that's and a salad. They had a salad. It's just, yeah, you compared it to Captain D's, and he's like, and that's a good thing, is it, Jay? I like is Captain good thing? <laughs> I like crunchy <laughs> shrimp from Captain D's. It's just it's food. Yeah, yeah. It the was burger, to get food. The burger was nothing spectacular. The um, I got to try some of Garrett's cheeseburger, and the fries are the fries. It's the fries you get everywhere on the park. Yeah, I mean, they're I, good. What? They're good. He they're said. Good. Yeah, I love fries. So I was like downing them and the only dessert option was the brownie that caramel brownie and it was, it was fine yeah but, ringing endorsement garrett says it's food the brownie it's fine yeah there was honestly <laughs> i guess you go there if you've got picky eaters because it's, it's not bad it's not bad it's just fine yeah, yeah. okay yeah. it's not everything has to it. be a five-star dining experience and then you won't be hungry anymore 
Exactly. <laughs> Boom. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> if, if, if all you're doing is looking to fill the hunger meter, then that's <laughs> that's where you go. I mean, it's not Satouli Canteen where things are a little more adventurous and, yeah. you know, maybe people don't want that. It's pretty dino land. Yeah, it is pretty dino land. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. I like that. <laughs> I can't wait until Garrett opens his Disney food blog. That's going to be hilarious. <laughs> But here's what the experience was like. So what they are asking you to do, this is a quick service location where you would typically go up to uh, one of the cash registers, you'd place your order, you'd wait, you know, they give you a receipt, you wait for them to put it all on the tray and then you take it away. What they're asking you to do now is mobile order while you're outside. And then once you arrive at the restaurant, you hit the I'm here button. Then you wait until one of the cast members calls you in because your food is ready. Then you go inside, get your tray, and then you can either sit inside or out. But really actually worked pretty well because you didn't have to line up with anybody. Actually, Mm -hmm. we didn't get anywhere near anybody. Mm -mm. I mean, and the tables were spaced out pretty well. Mm -hmm. So that worked out. Well, I guess that means going forward, like literally every dining option will have a mobile order option because I remember last time I was down there, not everything, most did, but not everything did. I think except for table service, which is different. Right. Well, that makes sense. But I think, Quick service. Yeah, quick service, okay. I think. I think mm-hmm. they have expanded it to where anything that's open that's quick service is a mobile order option. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Because not everything's open either. That's something else we noticed. Yay, technology. I yeah. like mobile No, order. I'm all for it. I, I mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, even before all this corona stuff, you suckers go stand in line. I'm going to stand off to the side, hit three buttons on my phone, and be like, hey, that's me. That's me. Yeah. Give me my food. Oh, yeah. We did it at Columbia Harbor House. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the- even better for me because I don't have to talk to them. <laughs> <laughs> One of the um, parts that we have to talk about is Nomad Lounge. We should. Yeah. Because I had to take a conference call, unfortunately. Um, but you had to work while you were at Disney? Yeah. Was- hey, better, the worst places to work, now that I say it out loud. So. Yeah, and I couldn't miss it. It was an international call. so Oh, dang. Yeah, you have to like um, accommodate them a little bit, too, because time zones and stuff. <laughs> so Slightly different, I hear, around the world. Yeah, so um, I, I made the family do a stop there. And... Um, one of the cool things while we were sitting there is you hear I, we hear drums all of a sudden. I'm like, I, like I literally said, "Are you kidding me right now?" Because I'm trying to hear this conference call, and yeah, here, they, here comes the pontoon rocking out on the drums. <laughs> it was pretty awesome. And I'm already struggling to understand their accent a little bit, you know. <laughs> and but then I'm like wait, what is that? And I got all excited. I put the phone down. I was like, if they try to talk to me, that's just too bad. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I run over and there's like pontoon boats that are going by the Nomad Lounge and like all across the water around Animal Kingdom. Pocahontas was on one with the raccoon. Is his name Miko? Miko. Yeah, that's right. And then we had like Donald, Donald, and Daisy, Daisy, and, and Launchpad, and um, Chip and Dell in their dinosaur outfits. Oh, with Goofy, awesome. and yeah, and Goofy. And then the the band was playing, yeah. and 
It was just so It neat. was cool. It was a nice little wow. kind of added ambience. Because, because honestly, like when we were walking over um, near like when we were walking to Everest, we start hearing because they've got these speakers on each one of the pontoons that you know they're coming. They're yeah. loud. You can't miss it. Yeah. Um, I mean, they are drums. So. Yeah. But not just the drums, like the ones with just the characters. Like, you know, they're coming. Um, and they were playing like uh, Walking on Sunshine. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so you can just kind of step over to the side and there they go. They're waving at you, dancing. And like the, the way that they're doing it is good because I don't think it caused it wasn't causing people to bunch up because you could see them from everywhere. And, mm-hmm. and you're not going to go like hug them or anything. Yeah. Yeah. But it was so sweet because there was this little boy and he saw one of the boats and he was like, ah! Yeah. And trying to scream, and they actually heard him and turned around. And I was thinking, how can they hear him? You know, because yeah. they actually turned around and was like, "Oh hi," you know. And I was thinking, oh, they can hear everything. Geez. Yeah, <laughs> supersonic hearing. They're superheroes. Yeah. So that is a cool feat. I like that a lot. Yeah. Too bad I was grumpy at first about it. I was it's, like, I can't hear anything. I will say it's an interesting contrast. To kind of the serene nature of most of Animal Kingdom, yeah. to suddenly yeah. have a boat going by, <laughs> blasting, walking on Especially sunshine. Especially <laughs> when Animal Kingdom's empty and it's just kind of like calm and really naturey and stuff. Yeah. And you start hearing like music blasting, and you see a boat with a bunch of Disney and characters on it. It's yeah. like a boat day. <laughs> They're out there and hitting he, the natty. And ice. here comes a boat playing like Three Dogs Night or something. <laughs> it's just like, what is going on here? <laughs> Yeah, it was interesting. It was really neat, I thought. I, I think it's cool, too. I just also think it's a little bit shocking. Yeah. And then the next thing. There are no ribs. No ribs at Nomad Lounge. No ribs at Nomad Lounge at all. First of all, it's dim ribs. Uh, and I know by request, Frank Cardillo wanted a CM Punk-esque pipe bomb where I just, like, rip them. I'll be honest, I don't have it in me. This just makes me sad. It makes like, me sad. Like I I can't conjure the the anger and and, and, and the and the hate for, for a pipe bomb. I'm just sad about it. It's yeah. But at the same time, with all this going on, I do realize ribs, not exactly the best yeah. food to be eating where you're literally handling them with your hands. Yeah. yeah. You know what I felt whenever I heard about the ribs being gone? Absolutely nothing. Great. Thanks. Wow. The dagger into my heart. Good lord, man. <laughs> yeah, it's sad. I mean, I think every place has a limited menu right now. I don't know why the ribs were chosen for the chopping block. Maybe mm-hmm. just the prep um, is more ribs intense than some of the other stuff. Well, there's also no. like um, the meat meat or meat yeah, facilities. Like packing hmm. facilities have uh, an issue with viruses, so meat's more expensive right now. That's true. That's true. And so it could be because they know it's going to cost more. And with a limited menu, they have other stuff, so they could just feel feel, yeah. feel that it's you know something that they could not spend the money on and not raise the price on right now. Well, you say they have other stuff, but every time I've been to Nomad Lounge, I only get one thing, so I don't know what this other stuff is. (laughs) That's true, but there is some delicious things. Yeah, you can can get the Tiffin's bread service at Nomad Lounge, and and while I will say, Sana bread service, another level, so much better, but the Tiffin's bread service is still pretty good, and then the churros are still available. Yeah, Yeah, okay, all right. Huh, that's the... Okay, well, I guess that kind of torpedoes my theory that they removed them because you have to use your hands. Right. I mean, churros, I mean, I guess you could use a fork. 
nah, no. weirdo. No, but I mean, like, that is that is a very <laughs> little hands-on eating. So is so is the bread service too. So. Well, and huh. the, the watermelon on the watermelon drink you eat with your hand. Yeah, wasn't there a charcuterie board? There used to be. I don't think it was on the small plates. It wasn't. Menu. That's sad too because mm, I really yeah. like that stinky cheese. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually, now that y'all mention it, one time when I was down with y'all, we ordered like every appetizer and just shared yeah. with the whole table. Yeah, so, we yeah. did. That's, that's our, so that's our style. Take that, my beliefs. That's our style. Also, that's something we can't do anymore. God, this sucks. Uh-huh. Yeah, this truly is the darkest timeline. We can do it. We just oh. haven't, can't tell anyone. But but one thing, <laughs> so one thing we haven't mentioned about the Nomad Lounge experience was that you can't sit at the bar. No. So there are no seats at the bar. Mm-mm. And the bartenders are actually kind of playing the role of server. So they're walking around helping serve tables. But so, they got to make money, too. Yeah, yeah, I, I get that. you got to adapt. But, I mean, I guess that makes sense because even here locally, when for whatever reason we decided to reopen restaurants, like there was no bar seating even in reopened restaurants because, I mean, people go and sit at the bar yeah. for, you know, 20 to 40 minutes if you're a functioning alcoholic hours like me. Uh, so, I mean... <laughs> Not surprising, but still disappointing. Yeah, yeah. that it, rib news. I'm not gonna lie. That 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 just shook me to the core. That that was was a bummer when when I heard that yesterday. Yeah. But the good news is we got to go back to Nomad Lounge and and the tempting tigress is still a drink on the menu. Yeah, I mean, mm. it's yeah. Good, good I, I guess as long as they still serve Kungaloosh, uh, life will uh uh uh. uh find a way yeah <laughs> right sorry that's a reference to the other park my bad <laughs> but they are oh the other thing is they are seating you so you go up and you mm. actually talk to a, a hostess and then she is like she or he is seating you um they you know they'll ask you whether you want to be inside or out and then we actually were able to pick our seats but it, because we were the, literally the first people in nomad lounge yesterday oh, <laughs> but y'all like rope drop we or did something? Yeah. we did <laughs> We do it in style. We're first. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, well, congratulations on reopening Nomad Lounge. Uh, we in the Disney community are in your debt. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. It was good to be back. So, what did we miss? Um, I think that's about it. We could talk Festival about Dinosaur. The Lion King wasn't open. Festival of the Lion King is not open. Oh, that's a bummer. Oh, by the way, one of the things we noticed on the list of things that were unavailable was the Up a Great Bird Adventure show was not supposed to be open when the parks reopened. And so we were like, oh, well, maybe they're going to use it as a rest area. So while we were making the video yesterday, we walked by, I realized people were going in. So we went over and talked to a cast member, and they were like, yeah. And I didn't say, is Up a great bird adventure happening? I said, <laughs> "I said, are you all still doing the show? And she was like, yeah, there's one in 15 minutes looking at me like I'm stupid. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> well, um, all right. So we came back later, because what I noticed, too, on the on the posted times board... They were only putting up a time at a time, mm-hmm. like just one time, and then they would take it down. Um, and so, so maybe mm. there wasn't like it. They would be like, "Okay, let's do one now." So we'll, they'll put a time. Yeah. So they so they as didn't we have, were like, a schedule, maybe 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 no schedule. So we were walking around our second lap around the park. We're coming up to the up a Great Bird Adventure Theater, and we notice oh a show starting in like now. Like it was literally three thirty, <laughs> and we were like, "It's starting now." I think we might have been some of the last people in. Yeah, once you once people get in and they get ready to start the show, they close the yeah, curtains close and the you curtains. can't come in or out. No in or out. Yeah, <laughs> um, and the way they have it is it is bleacher seating, but every other bleacher is blocked, and then they have markers on the benches that say "Do not sit here," 
And it's it's about space for three people to sit in between the markers. At least yeah. the three of us could fit. So we squeezed in there, and there was a a show. And they said in the middle of the show, "This is a soft opening, and we're trying things out." Like they did stuff on stage, and the guy was like, "We've never done this in front of a crowd before, so let's <laughs> see how this goes." Wow! They were, they were just doing things, and it was real, and I liked it a lot. It was lot. pretty cool. Yeah, I liked amazing. it a lot more than the up one because the up one felt more rehearsed and yeah. it was like a story. This was just they were showing you some cool it was birds, bird experts. Playing with the birds, showing you what the birds could do. It was pretty fun. I mean, there yeah. were things that, that were supposed cool. to happen that were yeah. like funny little joke things that they trained the birds to do. But they were also just like bringing birds out, showing you what they can do and stuff. Yes. Oh, and I don't awesome. know. I'm going to say this because I don't think this is part of the show. I think this really was an accident. Mm-hmm. So they train. There's one bird that before the show starts, he comes out and he picks up a plastic bottle and he actually puts it in the recycling bin. Because I guess this is like one of the smarter birds they have. So when he comes back out on the stage, they've trained him to untie the guy, one of the cast member's shoes. So he'll jump down and untie the shoe, and then he gets a treat. The guy ties his shoe, stands back up. The bird jumps down and unties his shoe again. Yeah, he was like, this is why we don't reinforce negative behavior. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so that goes on for a minute, and then they go to put the bird away. They're like, okay, it was fun seeing you. Well, he bent down to tie his shoe. Well, right, but they had sent the bird they back. They sent the bird away. Yeah. And so he bends down to tie his shoe for the last time. The bird came back out on his own, <laughs> and it came and it pulled his mic cable and ran off with it. <laughs> and so he stood up and he was like, is my mic off? Can you all hear me? And the, the cast member that was working with him just was, she was laughing. She was like, that was an unintended consequence. We didn't... <laughs> At so, Birch, just out there hot dog in a grandstand. That's hilarious. Yeah. So, so he actually had to go backstage and get a new uh, mic. And she brought out like a macaw to come and, and like talk to the crowd and do some like just it, yeah. sang, a, it sang a song. It was really cute. But she was like a macaw. What was it? It was a kind of parrot, though. OK. But it had a different head shape than macaws. Well, but anyway, she was like, I'm just feeling time until he can get his mic fixed. Yeah, because <laughs> it was really awkward for her. She was like, oh, uh, I'm gonna bring this bird out <laughs> that's fantastic <laughs> yeah but it fe- you know it, it did it felt natural and it felt off the cuff and and, and everybody I, was just happy with whatever was happening it and was i good. feel like that show was unique like that was those cast members doing their show yeah yeah and they were having fun with it yeah so that's awesome. They did tell oh, us. Like, I, 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 I'm glad you you talked about the layout of the seating because that was something I was curious when you said that they are doing the show. It's like, doesn't that kind of attract a lot of people to sit in one area mm-hmm. together for a while? Yeah. But yeah. but I'm I'm glad you covered that. No, I, I think it plays to the advantage of it being an outdoor yeah, open yes. area because I mean, unlike say Festival of the Lion King, that is an enclosed area, and now reports are saying it's it's the virus is more easily transmittable in closed areas. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that made the difference. And, and we, we were very spaced out in there. Yeah. And you have to wear your mask. And you know what? Maybe that's part of why they're not posting all the times, because maybe they feel like if they do post all the times, people will crowd. Yeah. Mm -hmm. People will line up for it. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it is, it's an unannounced show. It's called feather friends in flight. And I guess it's going to be something that they're doing, but so just watch for it. I guess throughout the day, if you're in that area, um, it may be happening. It may not be happening. I have another sad thing that's missing from the park. Okay. Um, where they sell the Dole Whip, 
There's um, a cake that's there. It's the like the down cake. No, it's no? not upside down. It's like Oh, yeah. Mukava, Muklava or something. Mufasa. Mufasa. No. The Mufasa cake. It's like a cinnamon <laughs> cake with um like a warm cinnamon cake with uh vanilla ice cream on it. And it was so daggone good. And I could like the family could get their Dole Whip and I could get that and eat that, you know, and it's gone. Wait, is it okay to get mm. Dole Whip there, though? Yes. I don't know. Is it okay? Is that okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's more than fine. <laughs> yeah, I. but, you know, that, that kind of sinks for me because that's another treat that I can't have. Yeah. I'm yeah, have noted pineapple connoisseur it. Sam over here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> pineapple. <laughs> yeah, the bane of your existence. Yeah. <laughs> Pineapple hates me so much it tries to kill me. <laughs> so we are jumping around a little bit, but I wanted to mention our experience on Dinosaur because the ride vehicles have been modified. Yes. They actually do have plexiglass between every row hmm. on the Dinosaur ride vehicles. They did that on Kilimanjaro's Safari, too. Mm-hmm. Yes. They're, Interesting. It's, it's, okay. it isn't, it's, it's more vinyl than it is plexiglass, yeah. but it's like a clear vinyl kind of a window between mm-hmm. each row. On Kilimanjaro. Mm-hmm. See, on on Kilimanjaro, I mean, I see that that doesn't surprise me. But on an action dark ride like Dinosaur, having plexiglass, I mean, that's that's kind of surprising. Don't get me wrong; I'm glad they're doing it, but like, there is a lot of herky jerky stop yeah. and go action, especially on Dinosaur. Yeah, but it's the way they've placed it. You wouldn't hit your head on it mm-hmm. or anything. It's, we, we were in the okay, front row, anyways. We yeah, we were in the front. Yeah. Have it. It was actually. I felt like it, the ride was darker than usual. It was darker. You couldn't see anything uh-uh. in there. I, hmm. it, it was weird. It's like they dimmed it even worse. I kept thinking both times when you see the Carnotaurus, it's the so Jerkosaurus. Yeah, it's so dark. You know, I, I remember them being. You almost couldn't see them, and especially the time where like, you get your picture made. Yeah, I feel like before you could always kind of see them coming a little bit, and then it would show them in like yeah, lights. You could really see them. This time it was pitch black, and then they would show up. Yeah, but Yikes. just in just in dim light. Yeah. Yeah, I was wondering, eventually, hope, hopefully soon, our ride photos will show up. Yeah, we haven't gotten those yet. Um, <clears throat> and we can see if it's as dark as we thought it was. Yeah. Because it looked dark. It I was mean, very dark. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, we haven't gotten our on-ride photos, but there are cast members all around the parks taking pictures. And by the way... There are, like, no lines for the cast members taking pictures, and most of them, like, when you do come up to get your picture made, we did it several times yesterday, they turn it into a photo shoot. They're like, all right, now do this pose. Now oh, do this. Cool. Yeah, like, they really play with you a lot, <laughs> which was really cool. Um, so we got some good pictures from the cast members yesterday. Yeah, we had fun. And I, mean, I, I made Garrett, you know, hate everything because I hugged him in one of the pictures. <laughs> but the cast members, I think, are excited to be back. They're excited for people to be in the parks, and we're excited to see them. And I think that, you know, we've always said it's the cast members that make the magic anyway. And mm-hmm. Still doing it. Yep. Be yeah. good to your cast members. Speaking of cast members, Justin got to take a picture with a Disney famous cast member. I did. Mm. Yeah, actually, this is funny. So here's a plug for our Monday Morning Monorail family Facebook group. You better go join that Facebook group because here's what I've decided. I think we should only live stream to the Facebook group. 
Well, when we're in the, the parks. video quality is video much better quali- than Twitter. The, vi- the video quality, <laughs> man. Is actually- yeah, no kidding. I, I don't, don't tell my boss. I was kind of watching y'all's live stream, and it's like I I saw the notification on my phone. Oh, Jay's going live on the Twitter. Holy crap! Yeah, was- I don't know if Twitter was just having a bad day or no. something, but the Facebook quality was a thousand times better. It's it's always like that from yeah. my Android when I try to live stream from the parks. <laughs> yeah, it's but but Facebook Android. was Facebook was super clear. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's not, I don't know. It's weird, but anyway. Of course it was clear. Okay, but anyway. <laughs> so join that Monday Morning Monorail Family Facebook group, because I think going forward, that's going to be a benefit of being part of the group. We'll do our in-park live streaming on the Facebook group. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, join that group, and you can see there is a video there already that Sam made as we're leaving the park saying goodbye to the Tree of Life. We're walking the Tree of Life at our backs towards the exit, and I see a crowd of nicely dressed gentlemen coming our way. And I look over at Sam while she's on the live stream. And I was like, uh, that's Josh tomorrow. And oh she was like, what? <laughs> oh, my God. It's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow. My buddy Josh. Oh, my God. Yeah. And so um, now some people stopped him before we could get there and, and um, took a picture with him. But I just I, as he finished talking to them, he came towards us. And he was—he wasn't trying to run away or anything. Like he—he he saw that we wanted to say hi, and so he was very gracious. And I—I—I I, I did a social distance selfie yeah. with, with Josh tomorrow, <laughs> and I just held the camera up, and uh, and he wait. It was funny because the way my uh, selfie camera works is if you put your palm up, it actually starts the timer to take the picture. <laughs> So he reached up his hand to wave, and it started the timer. And I was like, "Oh, here we go!" <laughs> so, Ready or not, yeah. yeah so, uh, so it took the picture, and then he stood and talked to us for you know a minute, and yeah, complimented my Mickey mask. Yeah, he he was like, "I like your all's mask," and um, you know, I just all I said to the other gentlemen who were with him, but they were still walking. Yeah, they walked on. Um, but I just told them that I appreciated them opening up and everything they did to make this happen. Yeah. So. But That's awesome. they were all really nice. And yeah. Actually, Josh, I guess he knows now. He's like this famous, and he has to, you know, probably even if he doesn't want to. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. When, be when, nice. when you're the face of Disney parks, yeah. you kind of have to put on a smile, even if you don't want to put yeah. on a smile. But I'll, he genuinely seemed like he didn't yeah, mind talking right. to us. It, so. it was it was similar to our Joe Rody experience where mm-hmm. I felt like he didn't have to be as nice and generous with his time as he was. Yeah. And he just if, because of the fact you know he gets stopped by all kinds of people, and it felt like. We were not bothering him. No, he didn't make us feel which, that way. Which was really nice. That's fantastic. But Joe Rody was I, like, let's have a long conversation. Yeah, he talked to us a lot. <laughs> I really felt like I, I had no idea who he was. I didn't know he was that important because of how chill he was yeah. with, with the whole thing. Very down to earth, friendly dude. Mm-hmm. So um, I hear Bob Chapik was in Magic Kingdom. I'm glad we got Josh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bobby Chaps, you're cool. Whatever. <laughs> Where's Josh? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so. it was fun. So is there any other big Disney people you're going to meet specifically in Animal Kingdom? I'm, I'm sure we're going to uh, soon to meet Marty Sklar. We're, you know, <laughs> no, we're, we're, we're going wa- to meet Walt Disney at Animal yeah, Kingdom. I was going to say, yeah, Walt, Walt's going to show up one day while, while y'all in Nomad Lounge with his infamous two finger point. Yeah. <laughs> Like, sorry, you're not supposed to smoke in here. Oh my God, it's you. Yeah, you can do whatever. I mean, you want. I will say, I have met Mickey Mouse in Animal Kingdom, so I, I don't. Well, know. I mean, he is kind of a big deal too. <laughs> yeah, and I've met Pocahontas there too, and uh, I think she's a pretty big deal. Yeah. I met yeah, Donald she's a Duck. princess. Mm-hmm. So 
Do you think people who are even like Disney corporate, but famous enough that people notice them, do you think that they have like a character-esque autograph? Like if you ask them to sign an autograph book, would they have a Disney <laughs> autograph? Why not? It'd be, I would. It'd be kind of cool if they yeah. did. Yeah. I don't, really, the gimmick. I don't really want uh, a Bob autograph, but I, <laughs> I would get a Josh autograph. That'd be cool. I bet they do. Why not? <laughs> if I was part of Disney and I was famous, if someone tried to get my autograph, I'd just write, ha ha, your mom. No. <laughs> well, you wouldn't be a Disney person very long then. <laughs> I'd get a stamp, like a cat paw. <laughs> like, doesn't Buzz Lightyear do it? Yeah, stamp? Buzz has a stamp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I'd be like Buzz Lightyear and put a stamp of a cat paw and it'd say underneath it, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> you put some thought into this. Yeah, I did. <laughs> so, I don't know. Just a thought. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think I think we've pretty much covered it. I, I Here's what I'll say. Let's let's wrap it up with a comparison to what we've experienced at Universal. I honestly, I mean, even even if the crowd was twice what we experienced yesterday, I felt so much more comfortable at Disney. Every time we go to Universal, we end up having to really struggle to social distance from people. It's hard. Everybody crowds too, and you can't get them to move like away from you. They they don't care that they're on your shoulder. No, they they will. They almost do it on purpose. Yeah, it seems like. Um, mm-hmm. And the cast, me- uh, the team members at Universal, while they've been reminding people to do the mask thing, th- there is much less compliance as compared to what we saw yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, people try to really get away with pulling those masks down, taking them off, trying to find a way to to walk around without the mask on their face. In the lines, it, I mean, we do, we do our best to stay away from people, but I just... It's it's really crazy. Like and and Universal doesn't have the plexiglass stuff going for them. The one thing Universal does do though is they make you sanitize before you get on the ride. That's true. And I think that's a good idea. Um, mm-hmm. And Disney's not doing that, so it's optional to sanitize at Disney. And I yeah. think they should do the same thing and give everybody a bottle of sanitizer. And if you want on this ride, you're going to put this on your hands. Yeah, that there should be. A cast member, right? The, the ones that always ask you how many in your party. There's one there anyway. Why can't they squirt your hands with hand sanitizer? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but that was really the, maybe the only thing I think that they could, so far from what we've seen, that they could improve. And I think they'll continue to tweak things, but I know we've seen some reports this morning that the entry process at Magic Kingdom did not go super well today. Mm. So. In history. The, since you're listening to this on Monday, <laughs> yeah, yeah, this but we was, heard this about was, this over the weekend. This was Saturday, Saturday morning, <laughs> right? So Saturday morning, um, July the 11th, um, there were some reports that it was kind of a mess, and so my thought is we can avoid that because we are going to Magic Kingdom tomorrow on Sunday. I think we just wait and don't try to get there when it opens. I mean. I don't think we need to, um, and we'll get to do stuff, and I understand people who are out of town wanting to go early, but we don't Mm -hmm. Yeah, get get the, I guess, most bang for your buck, so to speak. Yeah, it makes sense for them. I'd rather them be able to get there early than us, you know? So I'm looking at the My Disney Experience app right now, looking at Magic Kingdom. It's 3 o'clock on Saturday. Seven Dwarfs Mine Train is closed. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. But it's a 10-minute wait right now for Peter Pan. It's 25 mm-hmm. for Haunted Mansion. 
25 for pirates. Um, I'm looking over at uh, Space Mountain. It's 25 minutes. I mean, with with wait times like that, and people earlier said that the posted time for Peter Pan was 25 minutes, and it was actually more like five. With wait times like this, you don't have to be there for 10 hours in the day. Mm-mm. You can get a lot done. And um, uh, the only thing is, I don't think the people mover is running yet. And oh, that's, that's too bummer. bad. Yeah. That's a good also, one. the thing about that 25 minutes... It must be a weather uh, thing. Sorry, Garrett. The thing about that 25-minute thing is that's what Navi River Journey said, and I definitely feel like it was a lot yeah. less than that. Sorry, I was just going to say, it looks like maybe they're having some weather at Magic Kingdom right now, because not only is Seven Dwarfs down, so is the Tomorrowland Speedway and um, Jungle Cruise. So, Well, I have heard that Florida has some interesting weather in the summer, so... Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. true. Just a little... <laughs> <laughs> Last night, it was just like constant storm, like, like thundering and lightning, and and it mm. shakes the house sometimes. I'm just like, holy oh, yeah. crap. Ooh, there was ooh. one, my blinds were closed, and it still lit up my room. Yeah. Because it was like really close. Jeez. Yeah. Ooh. The lightning is like on top of you, it feels like, and it, because it, you'll see the flash and you hear crack, and it's like, holy crap, that's, that's here. That's in my face. Mm. So... Or somebody just flashes their crack. It oh. is Florida, after all. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Florida man is a thing. <laughs> Wouldn't be surprised if that happened to me. <laughs> so, Landon, based on what you've heard from us, how would you feel going into the parks right now? Would would it make you feel comfortable? Um, just based on everything y'all talked about, what you experienced at Animal Kingdom, it does make me feel a little bit better. But like I said, I'm I'm still not heading down to Florida anytime soon. Though, unfortunately, I can't say anything because locally uh, the CDC has declared Knox County a COVID hotspot. So good job, East Tennessee. We did it, question mark. But uh, it does sound like they are taking this seriously as they should and they have implemented a lot of stuff to try and prevent the spread of anything let alone corona so it does make me feel better with with the steps that disney has implemented because i'll be honest earlier this week i was looking let's see what april 2021 looks like yeah because you know me and my mom we had that uh, killer trip planned and we still intend to come down next year if things will ever settle the bleep down uh but yeah i I do still have that itch and hearing that stuff has made me felt better about the possibility of that happening because disney is taking this seriously Mm -hmm. and here's the thing i think that disney will continue to do i do believe that they will continue to tweak their processes i think that what happened this morning they're going to try to adjust um because you know that they're getting they're hearing about it oh yeah um, and so it may be some cast member tweaking. It may be some new training. It may be changing how they line people up, but I do, I have the faith that Disney will make the changes. Oh, I do too. And Absolutely. so, you know, I would say a month from now, this thing's going to be running like a well oiled machine and it'll just be the only variable will be the guests. Mm-hmm. Um, and Gender so they're the worst <laughs> guests are the worst. Uh huh. Yeah. So, but I just, feel pretty good about what i've seen so far yeah um how how they handle people who are not complying with the rules um they're pretty good like disney always does things in a way that makes you feel like you can't be rude to them because they're so nice you know but i also think if someone did get really rude that it would be taken care of like i i don't know i just have a lot of faith in them yeah 
And plus, it's my favorite place ever. (laughs) They get a little more forgiveness from me, even if they did mess up. Understandable. I know we're a Disney podcast, and we've made a lot of jokes in the past about Universal being the park that shall not be named. But after spending our last three amusement park theme park days in Universal and then going to Animal Kingdom, which some people feel like is the, the weakest of the Disney Orlando parks. I don't agree, but some people Me feel neither. that way. They're wrong. Yeah. Um, wrong. But honestly, there's no comparison. Really? I, and I realize it's a different, it's a whole different experience, but universal clearly views Disney as a competitor. And I can tell you, I know that for sure because Sam agreed to do a survey coming out of Universal. The last question they asked her was... Well, they ask a series of last questions. Well, right. But what was tell, what was the one about Disney? <laughs> they ask if I, um, I've been to Disney in the last... Or if I own a pass or something. And I said, yeah. Yeah. And then um, they asked me, who do you like better, Universal or Disney? And I was like... Wow. What? Yeah. <laughs> Straight up asked the question... I was like, well, um, Disney? Yeah, (laughs) this is awkward. If you answered Disney, they're like, okay, then. (laughs) (laughs) Well, fine. Be that way. We don't like you either. They throw throw a a drink in your face. Yeah. (laughs) Um, How dare you? First of all, how dare you? (laughs) (laughs) But seriously, they asked that question. Here's something, by the way, Disney's never going to ask you. Do you prefer Universal or Disney? Because you know what? They know the answer. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I mean, when he said that, I was like, oh, oh. oh. And he goes, well, it's like, uh. obviously, I like Disney. Yeah. I was like, you guys are great, but. Disney is like... <laughs> I just don't like you that way. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's me. It's not you, Universal. You're, you're a good friend. Yeah. And I cherish our friendship, and I don't want to ruin that, okay? Yeah. <laughs> that seems really petty on Universal. It's I, hilarious. Wow. I was shocked that that was the question. I mean... Well, it, but here's that's that's kind of what I'm getting at, is Universal views Disney as a competitor. Disney does not have a competitor. Mm-mm. They're Disney. They're Disney. Disney is Disney. Yeah. They set the standard when it comes to the world of amusement parks. Yeah. yeah. It's it's so impressive. Isn't it funny that I could have cared less like two years ago? <laughs> and here you are. I know. Yesterday we were walking through Animal Kingdom. I was like, I'm going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> I love this place so much. <laughs> so, very good. I think we've said all we can say about Animal Kingdom and now we're ready for our Magic Kingdom day. Yes. So uh, I hope it goes well. Yeah, we'll have a little. Yeah, bit. I do too, because because as we've already established, that the guests are the worst, and uh, there's going to be more of them for you. So please be safe and smart and all that good stuff. We yeah. will try our very best. Yeah. So, Landon, it's always good to have you. Let's tell people where they can find you on the interwebs at Skelligummy on Twitter and YouTube and everywhere else. <laughs> Hashtag Skelligummy everywhere. I want I, I want a Skelligummy everywhere T-shirt in in y'all's uh, T Public store. We cool. can do that. <laughs> Absolutely. Like like get it like put it in the Metallica font like Skelligummy and then below it everywhere. Yep. <laughs> okay, I've already thought of it. Boom, make it happen. L A N D O Z. Please go follow me, Landon Doan. I'm the best, Landon Doan, not the rest. That's where you can follow me. 280 characters at a time on Twitter. I also want a website, buttmuchchips.com. <gasps> buttmuchchips. 
sit on your butt and much. That's where you can find exclusively posted episodes of Game of Thrones Talk, a.k.a. Got Talk, where myself, Hunter East, and the occasionally appearing cousin Kevin uh, talk about HBO's award-winning series Game of Thrones. We have a season seven rundown of just me and Hunter. Uh, Cousin Kevin joins us in season eight, and you can feel the joy and excitement leave our bodies as we go further down uh, season eight. I only speak for myself, of course, because that's what I'm doing. I speak for myself. Also, I uh, appear on Near Fall Radio, available in the iTunes store, where you uh, myself and Will Rab talk about the sweet science of professional wrestling. We'll have a new episode up probably this week, breaking down both nights of AEW Fighter Fest uh, and a pretty good show. Also, uh, NXT had some good shows this past week uh, with Keith Lee winning the NXT heavyweight championship. So he now owns both that and the North American championship. And uh, that's about all good I can say about the WWE product. Something I forgot to tell you. Oh, and Sasha Banks is and Bailey. They're they're, they're good too. <laughs> and Oscar. 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 Man, on SmackDown last night, they had a karaoke contest. What? Are you bleeping kidding me? You're professional wrestling and you have a karaoke contest? What the hell was that, Bruce Pritchard? I'm also available uh, up here on the Phil Show, Newstalk987.com, streaming worldwide, 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday through Friday, and available in the iHeartRadio app and the Newstalk987 app as well. Thanks so much for joining us today. And you know what? You out there listening, you're part of our family, too. If you join the Monorail family on Facebook. Well, you could no, do that. I'm just kidding. You are part of the family. That makes you official family. Hmm. I guess I'm not official family, then. You're no, not. you're not. Are you really not in the Facebook group? I'm nope. surprised your dad hadn't kicked you out of the house. I don't have Facebook. I oh, good it. for you. Garrett's you the smartest one of us all. No, I, I deleted. I, don't, I didn't delete my account. I deleted the app. Oh. Okay. Because I don't want to well, stealing more of my data. Well... If you do have Facebook or even just log into the site, you can join our Monday Morning Monorail family on Facebook. On Twitter, we're at Morning Monorail. We're Monday Morning Monorail everywhere else. And if you have trouble remembering all of this information, just visit MondayMorningMonorailPodcast.com. We'll be happy if you join, and so will Mark Zuckerberg. Great. (laughs) (laughs) That guy's weird. Yeah. If you want to see more of our in-park content, make sure you're subscribed. It's Monday Morning Monorail on the YouTube. But you know what? We're just happy you're here listening to the podcast, and we hope you do that again next week. Until then, have a magical week. Bye-bye. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for riding with us today. We hope you enjoyed the journey, and we look forward to seeing you again next week. Until then, we want to hear from you. Send us questions, comments, and suggestions on Twitter at Morning Monorail. Our email address is mondaymorningmonorail at gmail.com. You can also call our voicemail at 407-917-2144. As we approach the station, gather your belongings and please watch your step as you exit. (laughs) See y'all real soon.